Hi, I'm Danny. And I'm Evan. And welcome back to Virtual Reality, where we spill all the reality TV news and gossip. And get ready to listen to our full, unedited interview with the Real Housewives of Potomac star herself, Robin Dixon. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Things are really spicy on Potomac and you are bringing, you're bringing a lot of the heat. (laughs) I mean, this last episode was wild. The whole showdown with Karen, we brought out the picture of blue eyes. How are you processing it all today? Especially after the reunion. Yeah. You know what? So, okay. So first of all, when I watched that episode, you know, they sent it to us before the reunion. I died laughing at the sketch of the blonde in Georgetown. (laughs) I, these are hilarious. Like it was so funny, but it was just, what was even funnier to me was that Karen, like those words actually came out of Karen's mouth. I'm like, you don't think you sound ridiculous right now? Like, She was, she was so specific. Like she's beautiful, natural, mature, lives in Montgomery County. It almost felt like Karen was workshopping an idea for like a Hallmark movie. It was Fifty Shades of Karen. Yeah. Oh my God. It was the funniest thing. So like, and it's like, I don't know. I guess I got to find wherever they, they, she said she read it on a blog. And then that was the other part that was like, you know, once they reveal that it was read on a blog. And I'm like, so you read this on the blog and from that you deduce that it looks like, that she looks like you and that he wants you. I'm just like, this is the most insane, laughable joke I've ever heard. Well, that's what it came down to that Karen said that Juan apparently is trying to knock on her, deliver something other than pizza to her door. I mean, I, I think Karen is letting you all know who she thinks about every night. When she goes to bed. I mean, the delusion, it's like obvious that she wants, she wishes there was a little something there. So uh, what were your thoughts on her claiming that Juan propositioned a threesome with Karen? She was so confident when she said it. I mean, it was so funny because like that was, I didn't even remember, like it was so long ago. We're talking about something that was said at the season four reunion. Like we're in season seven now. And so um, I vaguely remember like us, you know, laughing and joking about a threesome at the reunion. And so I'm like, okay, like I, like I, first of all, I know Juan, he's very playful. Um, he is flirty. And I know that if he said whatever she said, he said to her, it was a joke. Like, I just was just like, you sound ridiculous. Like 
she sounded like she's been sheltered all her life and has never had an interaction with, you know, a friendly interaction with a man. And I was just like, you know, this clearly was him being playful and joking, you know, uh, just about what just transpired at the reunion. Um, and I, I like, I just, I just brushed that off. Um, and in the moment when she brought up like how, how he hugged her and she felt uncomfortable, like I really, it was still laughable to me. But when I watched the episode, I was like, you know what, this is actually borderline dangerous. Cause I felt like she was implying something that didn't happen. You know, that just, we shouldn't put out there, you know, you've got Candace all mad about what Giselle said about Chris and then you have Karen over here talking about, oh, he hugged me hard and I was uncomfortable. I'm like, we've got to stop this. Like, this is, it was too much. Well, that's what, I, when I was watching, I was thinking that exactly where I was like, we just got past having a whole conversation about how these allegations can really upset uh, people with their partners and everything like that. Did Candace or, like kind of talk to you after that to be like, I because you've been so far like defending Candace through the season, which she's been appreciating. I was wondering if she reached out to you no, not at all. Not at all. No one had, you know, and there's like, so that shows a lot of, um, a lot of double standards and hypocrisies with the show, you know, with, you know, certain people can say things. And when other people say it, it's like the end of the world. And so that definitely right there shows some of the double standards and hypocrisies. I mean, it was just maybe because I didn't react the same way that Candace reacted. You know, if I had reacted like, oh my God, how dare you? You're, you're hurting, you know, you're, 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 you're jeopardizing my husband and blah, blah, blah. Like if maybe if I had reacted in that manner, but in that moment, it was such a, like everything out of her mouth was such a joke to me. Um, but when I look back on it, when I watched the episode, I was like, wow. I'm like, this is, this is so interesting that you can sit here and, and throw this out there as if that, like, there's no reason for you to bring that up if you're not implying something happened inappropriately you know so the language was so charged too like he crushed my breasts into my vertebrae it was just it was a lot yeah and i'm just like i I don't if if that's the case why not say something then why not say something to him then why not say something to me i don't care whether it's on camera or off camera like i understand i'm on a reality show and so if that converse, if we're filming and that conversation has to happen on camera, I'm fine with that. But you're going to tell me you're going to wait over three years, you know, to bring it up as if it was such a big deal. Like, no, if it was a big deal, tell me then. And I'll tell him, listen, the woman is fragile. She she cannot handle your firm hugs. You know, I, I know that's probably just one giving a firm hug. Like he might, you know, we give her firm handshakes. He probably was giving a firm hug. He was not doing anything more than that. And when I bring it up to him, he doesn't even know what I'm talking about. He's like, I don't remember. Like this was, it was, you know, so long ago. I don't know what I said. I don't know what I did. And so it's not even, it's nothing that we're in our, in the house, like stewing over, but it's just, it's not right that you can go out there and just throw out an accusation like that. And, um, you know, not be careful with what you're saying. So. And it seems like there really was a buildup this season between you and Karen of Karen really giving you a lot of like little jabs that you you even said you picked up on too. Did you feel she was coming at you a lot more severely this year than past years? And do you have like, do you think you know why she might have been? Well, I mean, it's funny, like when we're filming, she's not saying all that nasty stuff to my face. She's saying it all behind my back in confessionals. You know, every time 
when I would see her in person, it was, oh, Robin, when is the wedding? Tell me about the wedding. And, you know, oh, she gives me the little veil. And, you know, she was she was being nice and supportive. And honestly, in the back of my mind, because I know the type of person Karen is, I didn't trust it. But, you know, there was nothing that was said to me outright and in my face for me to be like, you know, for me to call her out on. And so when I'm watching the show and it's like every single time she asked me about my wedding, she had some nasty, smart ass remark. I'm so, oh, I'm sorry. Oh, <laughs> go for it. You're good. Yeah. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> she had some like nasty, shady remark. I'm just like, you know, it, it, it kind of proves what I was saying when I was calling her fake. Um, you know, just pointing out how she's quite hypocritical and she says one thing and then does something else. And so it kind of goes along the lines with what I was saying. It's like, you know, it, it's you just don't really know if the words that are coming out of her mouth are genuine. And I really mean that. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mmm. What flavor are you holding? Now open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. Some of the words coming out of her mouth were a lot about your your marriage and your wedding to Juan. And we know that you got a marriage license obtained back in August. Are we married today? The the wedding wasn't fake? Um <laughs> There, nothing about my life is fake. Okay, okay. Um, I I will say, just continue to watch the show. You'll see our plans develop and to see kind of, you know, what um, eventually, um, you know, was the ultimate decision on the wedding. So, Why do you think Karen was so fixated on your wedding slash marriage? I'm, honestly, I don't know. At this point, I just think that she might be um a little like obsessed with Juan or something I don't know it's just it's really weird to me you know I just feel like especially coming from someone of her maturity just because like you know once you've gone through life and you've seen how life throws you lemons and you pivot and people actually end up just kind of living life the way they want to it's like weird coming from someone like her who has experienced life to be so judgmental and fixated on what we're doing you know like I understand younger people who kind of are jaded and they don't really understand things you know until you go through life you don't really understand um you know what it's all about um but for it to come from her where it's just like she's so pressed about what we're doing it's just very strange are, I don't you, know. are you thinking about any of your castmates in particular when you're thinking these younger people who might be jaded and not understand life well, you know, I mean, I think we saw that with Ashley before she had children and she was so judgmental towards my life um, and the decisions that I was making in my relationship, which were really, um, really grounded in providing the best life for my kids. And she could not understand that. And now that she has kids, her whole perspective on life and relationships and children and being a parent has changed and evolved. And so, um, you know, I think we see that, but I just know, I just know from my own personal experience, I know the person that I was when I was 25 is I'm far different from that person at 
43. And so, you know, you just, you just go through things and you, and you have, you know, people close to you that go through things and you just hear, it's just, the more you live, the more you understand, like, it's not that simple. So. Yeah. Uh, Robin, I want to point out that your, uh, your approach to handling the, the rumors about this Karen 2.0, uh, you just called, uh, Juan immediately. <laughs> Juan shared what he wanted to share on, on that phone call. Um, why, why did you take that approach? Just call, calling, calling Juan and getting him on the phone. You know, cause I think, um, I wanted to just cut to the chase. You know what I mean? It's like sometimes they like to we we like to draw and drag out these things with the husbands and you make it a bigger deal than what it is. And I'm like, you know what? Well, let me get him on the phone. If this is what she's saying, let me see what he has to say so yeah. that, you know, I know what I'm I know what I'm I'm walking into or what I'm dealing with or what I can or what I can respond to. And and first of all, like anytime my first thought was like, okay, I know this is bullshit. Just because, and I'm and I'm never one to say, oh my gosh, my man is perfect. He wouldn't do that because I don't put anything past anybody. Okay, man, woman, whatever. I don't put anything past anyone. However, I don't think any man on our show is stupid enough to walk around Georgetown. And I don't know if you're familiar with Georgetown, but it's a very From Maryland populated touristy place where you know you you cannot be um uh, discreet or incognito right and so when when the when it was oh he was walking around georgetown holding her hand and i don't know if um i forget what they show on the show and what actually like i remember being told in, in person so i don't know if they said that M maybe they did but they say he walked around georgetown holding her hand and i'm like that would be the dumbest man alive. Like you cannot be on a reality TV show, first of all. And second of all, he Juan also has been a, a public figure in our area since two thousand since the two thousands because he played in the NBA. He played for the Washington Wizards. He played, you know, at the University of Maryland won a national championship. He's not that stupid to go to Georgetown and walk and hold somebody's hand. So I already knew it was bull bullcrap. Um, but I just wanted, you know, wanted to hear from the horse's mouth, like, Hey, this is what they're saying. You know, what you got to say, what do you want me to take back to them? Mm -hmm. And <laughs> so, I love really how prepared you were for that lunch. Cause you came in so calm, tech ready. You have been the tech pro this season. <laughs> you were just sitting. I was like, is she playing candy crush? No, <laughs> she's pulling up a photo that you had. Were you, yeah. you said that Giselle sent that to you six months ago. Did you kind of know in the back of your mind, it's like, I might, I might need to be using this if Karen comes for me? Um, you know what, honestly, so I think a lot of us have stuff in our back pocket. Uh, I will honestly say that's not the only legit concrete information that I have on her. Um, oh. for years. And it's, and it's kind of like, don't push me. I won't push you type of situation. Um, I'm sure we all have, you know, so-called information on each other. And so I'm not the type to go around just because I have information on someone to go, oh, this is what I heard. This is what I heard. This is what I heard. You know, because we've been hearing stuff for years, even stuff that comes out of her own mouth. And so, um, you know, I'm not motivated just to spread gossip just for no, for no reason. But, you know, if you're going to come at me and call me fake, then 
I'm definitely going to point out, you know, how your institution is fake and you're trying to sell people on something that doesn't exist. So. And I, you said you had more stuff in your back pocket. And I know you can't give away anything about the reunion, but we know you filmed the reunion and we're so glad you survived it. When you were like, oh, you're doing it this week. I was like, let's see what happens at the reunion because I have a feeling it gets intense. Did you yeah. have to bring out any extra evidence from your Karen file? Well, you know, I think... Um, a certain someone didn't want us to do that. So they were playing nice, very nice. So oh. mm, very disappointing, right? <laughs> yeah. Okay. So you, you didn't have to, uh, uh, you know, dip into the brief. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Yeah, I, didn't, I didn't have to open my, my, my book of receipts. <laughs> <laughs> How would you describe the reunion overall? Was it dramatic, explosive? Did we find resolution with some of the ladies? You know, it was, I mean, you definitely want to get the dramatics, the explosiveness. Um, she's, I don't know about resolution, which, yeah, I mean, <laughs> um, I'm hoping maybe there was some clarity, at least from my standpoint of like things that I said and did. Um, but as far as like resolution with most of the cast, it's a little rocky. Okay. Do you, do you feel you're in a more of a good place with people than you were before? Yeah, I, I honestly, I personally left the reunion feeling fine. You know, it's and see, I'm the I don't really hold on to stuff like you know, I don't come home and wallow in what somebody said, and I'm the type, I you know, I take notes and I'm just kind of like, okay, I see who's a friend, who's not, blah 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 blah. Um, but I walked away from the reunion, you know, feeling like I didn't really have any further conversation I need to have with anyone. Did Juan make an appearance? No, he's in basketball season right now. And so, you know, he, he cannot step away from his team and practice and games to sit at a, you know, <laughs> sit with a group of people who are yelling at each other. He just can't do that. I'm glad you brought up sitting. Cause I feel like, cause Bravo even leaked on their Instagram, the seating chart. Cause they were like, cause you guys are going to find out anyway. Were yeah. you shocked at where you were sitting? Because everyone I know online was kind of like, wait, reasonably shady isn't together. What's hap what's happening? Did you did you like your seat? How was that breakdown? Um, yeah, I mean, I don't like I I wasn't really like my seat is whatever. I just thought the the I thought it was strange. I thought the whole configuration was strange. Um, you know, Giselle and I have been on opposite sides before. Um, season five we were on opposite sides. So, you know, that was, that was fine. Like, I don't have to, we don't have to, we're not connected at the hip. We see each other all the time. Anyway, we talk all the time, you know, it's fine to get a little distance. It's okay. But um, I just thought the whole, the configuration itself was very strange. What was <laughs> the strangest part of the seating chart for you? Um, They had, it was, so Giselle, Ash, it was Giselle, Ashley, Wendy. And I felt like they could have switched Ashley and Wendy with me and Mia. Mm. Just, you know, I, I don't know. I thought that would have made a little bit more sense. Gotcha. Um, Wait, of Wendy, how are you and Wendy after the reunion? Because so much was said this season about, specifically about your reaction to the whole martini toss situation. Did you guys find any resolution there? I mean, I, I, said what I had to say. I, I was able to explain, you know, where I was coming from. See, the, the thing is, 
there was a lot of context left out. And mm-hmm. so, you know, Wendy had the context. Everyone knew why I was saying what I said because um, they heard what I said. It, so it wasn't even about resolving anything with Wendy because if, like at the end of the season, we didn't have, we didn't have issues. Our issues weren't rooted in anything that happened in season seven. All of our issues were rooted in season six, to be honest. And so I was able to explain that. I was able to, you know, explain why I was saying the things that I was saying with the martini toss and my standpoint on that. Um, And honestly, if she has a, I don't know, I guess we're fine. I mean, I don't know. Like I said, it wasn't like there was no big, if she developed an issue with me, it happened while the show was airing mm-hmm. and the fans were getting mad and she's getting mad with them because we didn't have issues season seven about anything that I said or did because everyone had all the context. Do you consider Wendy, well, do you like Wendy today? Because on the show this season, you were like, I don't like Wendy. Um, I... We resolved, so like I said, my our issues were stemmed from season six and we actually talked about it. You all didn't really get to hear us talk about it in detail. We When we were at Candace's graduation party, we were primarily talking about everything that happened in season six. So we were able to talk through that stuff and then I was fine. So after that, you know, I don't have any issues. And I love how much you have been supportive of Candace. And I know that's a hard position for you because Candace and Giselle and you're kind of I don't know if you feel it sometimes I feel like you're like stuck in the middle between them are you and Candace also still good right now um I assume we're good you know I feel like you know on my end I assume we're fine um I don't know uh, yeah we're fine I mean we sat next to each other at the reunion we were chit-chatting we're fine um and yeah it is kind of hard to be in between two friends but that happens a lot on the show so you know I can say my piece. I can give support to both of them. I can listen to both of them. I don't, you know, I don't want to be, get involved in the the throwing jabs or insults. Um, but I can be a supportive friend to both of them. So it seems like nobody wants to be between maybe Mia and Wendy from that coming attraction because it seems like they are getting there's a there was a potential chance that they get kind of on a more intimate level to end Mexico you know that whole situation is still fuzzy to me um I mean I'm just like what did something happen did it not who said what who did what who it's a little fuzzy to me and um but you know I I understand how we get to that point sometimes because especially on these cash trips the cash trips are long they're draining and I think when we finally hit the end and everyone is just, I, I don't care who's mad at who, it's like, oh, I'm just so happy to be able to just, you know, just relax and have fun and let loose and have a good old time. And so I understand that that's probably a lot of what was going on, just them just being relieved that like, okay, you know, we're, <laughs> this trip is over and we're going home in the morning. So, um, but yeah, we get, you know, we, people and, I, and I've you know other trips I've kind of hung out after dark um and you know we just drink and have fun and let loose and it's just it's like a big weight release because those trips are very very exhausting I feel like that happens pretty frequently on Potomac where things are so dramatic and then we get the cell phone footage and everyone's like 
getting along and it's so great to see I, you you girls always keep the fans on their toes we never know what's gonna happen you can be screaming your heads off and then you know potentially bumping vaginas the yeah. very same night. so yeah yeah i think that's like the great thing about us is like we move on very quickly from the drama you know i mean we like almost every episode it's like there's you know a new situation and we're not even for the most part we're not even carrying over stuff that happened you know, the the day before or the or the morning before, like, you know, with this whole Karen situation that you just watched, like, you know, we literally just are yapping at each other. And then I'm like, okay, whatever, what's next? Where are we going? You know, I'm not like, oh my gosh, oh, like, and, and caught up on it. And so I think we're able to, the fact that we're able to just like, keep it moving, um, you know, it helps with the group dynamic for the sure. The person struggling with that a bit is Jacqueline, but mainly because her and Mia have like a multiple decade long friendship and like almost like family ship which yeah. is hard how is do you feel hope for them because it's been breaking my heart watching them just kind of like separate yeah that situation is really unfortunate um and i do think when you have a friendship that long for you know almost whatever 20 years or so however long they've been friends um and it falls apart in front of cameras like that makes it so much worse. You know, it's like, and I really was, I mean, I'll be honest, I was disappointed in Mia with how she handled it because I felt like as a housewife who brought your friend on the show, you should definitely, you know, protect your friend and have your friends back and try to kind of look out for her and not let the show change the dynamic of your friendship. Um, and, you know, I just felt like Jacqueline in this situation just was a little bit more naive, maybe. I don't know. But it just is so unfortunate. And we all hated to see it happen. Um, and I had hope for them at the reunion. But I, I honestly can't say <laughs> uh, what's next for them. I can't. Uh, well, Robin, before we let you go, speaking of hope at the reunion, I am curious, how did things play out for Giselle and Candace? Mm, not great. Not great. Okay. You won't be going to Thailand together again anytime soon. Nah, uh, not voluntarily. That's for sure. Yeah. 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 Not wow. great. Okay. So no resolution there. I, did Chris come out? Did Chris get to have his say? Yeah, he was there. He had a lot to say. Okay. Yeah. How did Giselle take it? Like she always does. Bullets just boom, 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 boom. You know. <laughs> Bulletproof. And we're glad to because we chatted with her. Um, we're so A, we're happy that we got both sides of Reasonably Shady, but also yeah. we're glad that she got to let us know that she's having a little light fun with Jason from Winter House. So I hope maybe she got to text him after to let loose after the reason. Yes, yes. She's they've been enjoying their time together. I'm I'm almost getting jealous. I'm like, you know, when your friend starts to like hang out with somebody, and I'm like, um, hello, where are you? <laughs> She's get, she, she might be like entering boyfriend land soon. I I don't think so because I don't think she, that's what she wants. I don't think she wants like, you know, a commitment situation, but she's she's having fun and I'm happy for her. We love to see it. Well, Robin, thank you so much for taking the time today. We appreciate you. Thank you so much. I appreciate your time. If you loved gossiping with us, and I know you do, then don't forget to subscribe to our podcast, Virtual Reality by Page Six. You can find us on Spotify, Apple, or wherever you get your podcasts. See you next week.